This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. WBBM News Time 1203. It's great to have you with us for the Monday edition of the Noon Business Hour presented by the Village of Bedford Park. I'm Rachel Pearson filling in for Cisco Codo. Stock Picker Monday will have those picks coming up at 1249. And Illinois' pension debt has reached a record high despite taxpayers contributing more than ever. We'll cover that in our next segment. But right now, the latest report on job openings is out today, while the week ahead will include key data on inflation. We're now joined by Tom Hudson, a week ahead columnist from McCarthy Tribune News Services based in Miami, Florida. Tom, what can you tell us? We, we saw a job report uh, on Friday. We've got job openings today. Break down this data for us. It's very strong, Rachel. Great to be with you. The job hiring that we saw on Friday with the non-farm payroll report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics confirms that employers continue to feel comfortable as the economy had been opening up in the past month to bring people back to work, but perhaps most importantly, hire workers, right? Not just bring people back from furlough, but recreate or create new positions. That was big. And then today's report, also from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the so-called JOLTS report, job openings and labor turnover, over 10 million job openings in the past month, the last day of June, according to the government data. Uh, And it, it is just very encouraging about how employers, how companies have been responding here in the last several months. Of course, what's hanging over the market is the Delta variant, hanging over much of our lives now as the economy has reopened in so many places across the country. And now more companies are looking at mask requirements. Schools starting to reopen here in Florida, where I'm speaking to you from uh, this week, as a matter of fact, and concerns and questions about vaccine requirements as well. Well, and is it those concerns that you think might lead to a chance of a slowdown? Because, again, these these numbers, at least for job openings, are are staggering. But is it going to last? Yeah, no, they are staggering, aren't they? I mean, you really had to do a double take on Friday with the number of jobs created. And then there's over 10 million job openings was another double take here on this Monday. They can't last at this level, of course. And nor should you uh, should anybody want them to last at this level, because it would just it would light the economy even further on fire than what it needs to be in terms of a sustainable growth. Yes, we have to bring down some growth expectations that may cause investors to temper some stock buying. But listen, the economy economy continues to grow. It continues to uh, regain its strength that it lost very, very quickly more than a year and a half ago. And of course, the boogeyman out there, which we'll see more evidence of in the next few days, is inflation. How high, how fast, how sustainable and persistent? Big questions still yet to be answered. Well, and that's sort of going to be addressed sort of in, in the week ahead. And we see this talk of inflation. You, you refer to it as a boogeyman. Do you think that's just hype? Is, it, is inflation itself overinflated? <laughs> I like that. Uh, 
Well, for the time being, yes, it is, right? Um, But that's the thing about inflation. Like by the time it shows up in the data and shows up in the pocketbook, it is anchored in the expectation of the American consumer. That's when it takes root. Uh, After you already see the flowers, when it takes root in the mind of that American consumer, then it becomes a real problem and it's tough to shake. And while, you know, many investors in this market may have never experienced a market and an economy that had to deal with really high inflation, uh, you read the textbooks, it is not something that anybody who hasn't experienced it wants to go back and have that direct experience. If it can be avoided, uh, the, the work of the Federal Reserve and other regulators are, let's try to avoid that. But the inflation we've seen here, Rachel, really has been concentrated in the vehicle market. New vehicles, used cars, those prices have been on fire driven by the shortage of semiconductors. That's why the Federal Reserve is confident that the higher prices overall are really transitory. Thanks for the insight. Always appreciated. That's Tom Hudson, a week ahead columnist, McCarthy Tribune News Services in Miami, Florida. There is a disturbing update about the state of Illinois when it comes to its pension liability. We're now joined by Greg Hines, a columnist for Crane's Chicago Business. Greg, what's this report? Why is it so upsetting? Well, you know, uh, Rachel, the report comes from uh, from the legislature's fiscal unit, and it tells me something. It tells vote or something that uh, they unfortunately already knew, which is that uh, governors come and go, we change speakers to the House, uh, uh, there's pandemics and uh, they end and then they come back. But one thing never seems to change in Illinois, our pension always seems to get worse. We put in more money, but we don't get anywhere. Now, obviously, Illinois sort of... That's the bottom line. Yeah, well, and and this is sort of a recurring story in Illinois. We know. We know the pension debt. We know this. Uh, The other thing that's interesting, though, we do have a gubernatorial race coming up in the near future. Is this going to be a contested issue? Man, I hope so. Uh, I mean, to to give a few numbers... um, uh, the the funded ratio the the the, uh, the difference between how much we owe and how much we have on hand to pay uh, to pay the the pensions for people to get them it hasn't changed in ten years uh, it's been dead flat even though the stock market has been going crazy even though the amount of money that the taxpayers put in every year is uh, is astronomical it's now up to about ten billion dollars a year. You know, in a in a budget that's about forty five billion, that means a, a quarter of the money doesn't go to schools, doesn't go to uh, public safety, uh, doesn't go to uh, get people hired. It goes to pay retirement benefits. That's not even the salaries; it's the retirement benefits. And it's because we we haven't been putting in what we were what we were supposed to have paid for a very long time, and it's caught up with us. And yes, it's an issue. It should be an issue in this gubernatorial race because this particular governor, although he has had his accomplishments, can't really appoint to the pensionary because he hasn't done much. The numbers get worse and worse every year. Well, and you mentioned, you know, it's catching up to us. It feels like we're just pouring water into a pasta strainer, right? It's not making any difference whatsoever. So what does it mean for the taxpayers? If Illinois is going to get serious about reaching its goal of of having its employee pensions 90 percent funded by by 2045, is this really just going to be a, a shock to taxpayers? It means we're going to have to keep putting in more every year for at least another decade, and maybe more than that. Now, in theory, eventually this ought to work itself out because uh, starting in 2011, all new employees from that point received a much less generous payment. So eventually, the people in the old plan, the more generous plan, will die off. But that's going to take a while. In the meantime, we owe $144 billion 
try to get your arms around that. $144 billion just for the state pension funds. Forget the city and the state and the Board of Education and whatever. We have to come up with that money. Uh, it's it's very difficult. Um, you know, and uh, like I said, eventually the two lines should cross, but, uh, but uh, you know, I keep wondering, is this the year where I'm going to see some improvement? Uh, no. Uh, every year now, uh, what we put in goes up, but we don't get any, make, we don't get any closer to, to having a uh, to having the assets we need to pay the benefits. It's really sad. Well, Greg Hines, thank you. I know it's a bleak outlook, but we appreciate your analysis. That's Greg Hines, a columnist for Crane's Chicago Business. Up next, crypto making a huge comeback. We'll look at those numbers next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster? Faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. This is Chicago's all-news station, News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. I'm Rachel Pearson in Francisco Cotto. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. The Chicago Police Department mourns the death of an officer shot in the line of duty. Some shopping malls have enjoyed several strong months, but they're still concerned about their longer-term prospects. And at Stock Picker Monday, we'll get a pair of ideas from an investing pro. WBBM Business, the Dow down 82 points, the NASDAQ up 21, and the S&P 500 down 5 points. AccuWeather says partly cloudy skies today with some lingering thunderstorms this afternoon and evening could have some severe gusty winds. Temperatures fall to 73 degrees tonight, then another chance for thunderstorms tomorrow, a high near 92. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues, presented by the Village of Bedford Park. Markets are mixed. We're joined by Michael Palumbo this afternoon. He's founder of MJP Capital and author of the book Calculated Risk. He's based here in Chicago. Michael, what are you seeing? Well, good afternoon, Rachel, and thanks for having me on, and welcome aboard. Um, right now, we kind of have markets just biding their time, a slight sell-off, but none to be concerned about. And interestingly enough, the Qs or, or the NASDAQ are leading uh, the way uh, on the upside. They're the only ones, really, that are showing some signs of life today. Um, we've got some earnings coming up down the road. The big one is Disney. 
Uh, and then there's a pretty big move down in gold and oil. So that's basically what's going on, but not a lot of volatility today. Well, And you touched on oil and gold prices. They're falling. We're talking about inflation and growth expected to be announced, you know, and addressed later this week. Is, is that a concern to see those prices drop? Well, I don't think it's a concern for the consumer, that's for sure. Uh, they would love to have oil prices be lower. Uh, I think the oil move is, is partly driven by some, some worry in China that, that they're grappling with some new COVID problems. Uh, it's certainly a small move, though. We're talking about a couple percent. The gold move, they had like a flash crash of about 60 bucks earlier this morning, but it's, re- it's recovered about half of it back. You know, yields are rising, and in a rising yield environment, a lot of times gold uh, underperforms, and that's what you're seeing today. You see the 10-year yield up a little bit. So gold is selling off slightly. Um, Again, nothing to be concerned about, but that's really what's causing these moves. What areas of the market do do you see that have value right now? Well, we have said and we've advocated here on this show uh, when I've done stock pickers uh, Monday and, and other times that we like AMD. We like Dollar General. And if you want to take a shot at a biotech, we like Invita, which is uh, it's a volatile stock, but, but we love it uh, in this environment. You know, we, we, we tend to stay away from the, the glamour stocks, the, the, the meme stocks, because uh, uh, there, there really isn't value in those names. So, so we like AMD, we like Dollar General, uh, and we like Invita. Well, we're also, you mentioned too, we're expecting to see some some earnings reports later this week. One of them, at least that caught my eye, is that of cryptocurrency, right? We've got some altcoins expected to, to report their earnings. They also saw a pretty big jump uh, heading into this week. What can you tell us about that? Well, crypto is, has been on, on a tear. So you're looking at, at uh, uh, Bitcoin has gone from 30000 to 45000 in about three weeks. Uh, I think a lot of people were caught surprised because they thought it was going to stay in the thirty to forty thousand dollar range, and it broke through, and now it's now it's trending higher. Um, I think that that you know, if you're a long term investor, you stay invested and and uh, and and just ride it out. I think crypto is is in the long term the the the, the, the good ones, Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, those are the ones that you want to hold. And I think some of these other meme ones like Dogecoin and that, you know, they're, they're doing well as, as well right now as, as, as the, the rising tide is, is lifting all the boats right now. But in the long run, I think you stay with quality and you stay with Bitcoin and you stay with Ether. Well, and how does it impact, you know, if we're talking about the crypto Coinbase, are we going to see impact on this moving forward? Oh, as far as Coinbase, well, Coinbase base earnings, it, you know, it's not going to affect the, the the coins themselves. I mean, what 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 the what Coinbase is making or not does not really affect Bitcoin. So they're separate things. It's certainly Coinbase should benefit from rallies in, in these individual cryptos, and so you're you know that this certainly will help. Uh, Coinbase in the future. The higher Bitcoin and that goes, the more interest there is, the more volume there is, the more money they make. So that will definitely affect Coinbase earnings. Will it affect it in this in, the, in this trailing quarter? We probably won't see it, but we certainly would see it in the in the uh, future quarters three and four. So I think the market knows that, and the market uh, you know has already has already uh, rallied Coinbase a bit just because of that. And yes, the the stock will follow these 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 coins up if they keep rallying, just because as I said, volumes tend to increase, and that that's what uh, drives their earnings in Coinbase. Well, Mike, let's keep picking your brain. Any areas of the market that you might want to avoid? 
might want to avoid meme stocks. I've said this before, and I keep saying it. Um, you know what? Uh, a lot of guys, a lot of uh, uh, traders, day traders, they love these names because there's volatility. I would just caution, if you're going to trade these names, do that with money that you can afford to lose and expect that you could lose it all. Um, and and only do it with a small percentage of, of your you know, investable capital. I, you know, like we say, we, we like we like the, the, the real names like AMD and and Dollar General and stocks like Coca Cola. Uh, stay away from the meme stocks. If, if I had to say any one thing, that would be my my, my main uh, message to folks. And AMC is expected to report its earnings uh, later on today after the bell. Again, thank you, Michael Palumbo, for the insight. That's uh, Michael Palumbo, founder of MJP Capital and author of the book Calculated Risk here in Chicago. Up next, the latest word on the health of America's shopping malls. Just a reminder, Odyssey is your home for all the audio that matters to you. You can download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, to listen to WBBM anytime. The WBBM Noon Business hour continues. Simon Property Group, the country's largest mall operator, including several here in the Chicago area, topped analyst estimates with its latest earnings report. Joining us on the McGrath-Lexus business line is Jennifer Waters, a reporter for TheRealDeal.com here in Chicago. Jennifer, malls are making a comeback, but for how long? A good question there, Rachel. Good question. Right now, we are seeing some Really, really good traffic in the malls. And as you mentioned, Simon Property Group, they just had their earnings. They And David Simon, the CEO on their conference call, just crowed about all the traffic he's getting right now. He's also really big on the spaces he's been able to release to other tenants. You know, it's spaces, big box spaces, you know, like he had with a Penny's or a Sears or something like that that he's breaking up and he said he's got a lot of really new interesting smaller tenants smaller retail tenants as well as restaurants and other entertainment type and fitness so that all looks good but as you well know there's a wild card out there and it's called the variant Delta so we don't know how that's going to do it and Simon even said himself that they still have a pretty big hole to dig out of um, after the um, you know the closings last year and all the bankruptcies and all the store closings and such. Well, and what do we attribute to sort of this surge? I, I have to think part of it is one kids heading back to school. You need new clothes, but maybe also those of us heading back into the office. It's time to actually uh, <laughs> put down the Amazon cart and go try stuff on. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? I mean, I you know I've, my clothes just seem so outdated right now compared to what I had before. But yeah, back to school is going to make a huge difference because so many of the kids are going to actually be going back to school. So yeah, that will be, and it's always a big, big seasonal time of the year. And then we've, we're seeing a lot of really strong sales in luxury goods, luxury hand goods or handbags, luxury, you know, jewelry, watches, rings and such. So those sales will continue. And um, I think, you know, as, as people are more comfortable going out, whether they have to wear a mask or not. Um, you know, we'll see people going back out and, as you said, getting back to the office close to where to. You mentioned the luxury items. I, I sort of want to touch on, too, sort of the, the luxury malls, right? We're seeing the higher end ones that are sort of just in those prime locations. They seem to be doing really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. And one of the things, you know, when we talk about Simon, for example, largest mall op- operator o- owns a ton of um really high-class malls that were Taubman. They bought a lot of the Taubman malls last year, and those are really all, you know, all high-priced 
uh, retailers in there. And those are doing good. But, you know, the, the lower end malls, the Class B malls are the malls that um, don't have, you know, really tra- high traffic generating types of retailers are, are still hurting. And we're going to see some of those close down yet if they haven't already. We might see some of them, you know, be redone into some kind of mixed use uh, property that could include residential or, or something like that. I mean, we've got a long way to go with these malls yet. And, you know, like I said, many of Simon's malls are Class A malls. But the ones that weren't, he got rid of. So, you know, we're seeing that happening. And that's just it. I mean, as great as as this outlook is and as these numbers are, there are still plenty of shuttered uh, ghost town tumbleweed malls uh, that are are struggling. Exactly. Exactly. And And you will see some of those here in Chicago, too. You've seen some of them in the suburbs more so, I think, than in the city, where you've seen some of these malls and they're just redeveloping them. And they're, they're going to turn out to be really cool, nice places, but they're going to have to go through that period of redevelopment first. And it could be really hard for some, some areas and some, some municipalities in particular as well, because they depend on that, that tax revenue. Thanks so much, Jennifer Waters, a reporter for TheRealDeal.com here in Chicago, Illinois. Join us at this time tomorrow for Travel Tuesday and still to come, our Monday Stock Picker. The only program dedicated to currency events. You're listening to the WBBM Noon Business Hour. Well, it's Stock Picker Monday, and of course, sharing his expertise this afternoon is Matt Matigan, CEO of Blue World Asset Managers here in Chicago. All right, Matt, what's your first pick? Well, I've got uh, an inflation-minded pick and a growth-minded pick today. Uh, The inflation side is seven-handle, where the symbol is HNDL. Uh, HNDL is a leveraged fund of funds that targets a high distribution rate, reflecting a monthly rebalanced portfolio of U.S. equities, fixed income, and some alternative investments. It tracks an index that has two equally weighted portfolios, uh, a core portfolio that has fixed income, U.S. large cap equity ETFs, and the Qs. And then there's a tactical portfolio, which tracks the Dorsey Wright Explore portfolio, and that one is focused on high income. Now, the tracked indexes on, on this ETF hold the largest assets under management levels in each of the asset categories, and they're weighted based on the usual criteria of momentum, yield, and risk. What we really like about this at this moment, it's a newer fund, and it's just starting to pick up some notice and starting to pick up some volume. And as for your second pick? Second one is desktop metals. The symbol is DM, and it's formerly Trine Acquisition Corporation. They're perfecting 3D printing. Uh, 2D printing is letters on the page. 3D printing is an engineer designs a car, hits print, and gets a scaled 3D model of the car made out of a metal carbon or plastic material. Now, 3D printing has been around for a while, and the benefit to manufacturing is obvious, but the problem up to now has been speed. DM claims to have solved that problem with technology allowing 100 times faster printing uh, than the industry has experienced at this point, making it mass production applicable for the first time. They, too, are a fairly new company with a 
big, big growth potential as they continue to branch out into new areas of manufacturing and production. You mentioned it, mass use in production. What might that look like? What could we see? Are the possibilities limitless as to what can be 3D printed? Literally limitless. Uh, You you could 3D print a product that is ready for the shelf, and you could 3D print prototypes for continuing refinement and advancement uh, with regard to a move toward marketability. So, yeah, the, really the potential for this technology is absolutely mind-blowing. All right. Well, Matt Matigan, thanks so much. Again, his picks, 7 Handle, again, that's H-N-D-L, and Desktop Metals, D-M. Matt Matigan, CEO of Blue World Asset Managers here in Chicago. And if you missed any part of today's show, you can go to our stream and just skip back to the time you want. There's also a pause and rewind function that works both online and with the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.